StoryBot, activate. StoryBot powered on, activating program StoryBot Chronicles. StoryBot, what's the name of the story that we're going to be working on today? I think you'll like this one. Snow Day Apocalypse. Well, that sounds fun. There are a lot of things that I can think of to do with that. I can't wait. StoryBot, who is Snow Day Apocalypse dedicated to? This story is dedicated to Violet from Utah. If you would like me to dedicate a story to you or someone you know, head over to storybotchronicles.com and click on the Dedicate a Story option. You'll get a dedication and a character in the story named after you. Your support helps us to keep cranking out these stories. Shall we continue with the story? Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Here's what I'm thinking about for this story. So when school is canceled due to a freak snowstorm towards the end of the school year, Johnny and his friends head out to have the most epic snow day ever. The friends find a giant crystal snowflake and they all make wishes. One by one, their wishes come true. But quickly, they learn that it's important to choose their words wisely. Living snowmen aren't always nice. Unlimited snow cones aren't as delicious as you'd think. And explaining to your parents why a Yeti followed you home isn't as easy as it sounds. Johnny and his friends must find the crystal and destroy it before their final wish comes true and they're stuck in a world of permanent winter. What do you think about that? I think that is a story that would make a great addition to the Chronicles. Processing input. Calculating conditions. Generating story. All right, StoryBot, while you're doing that, let me tell our friend here about the StoryBot Chronicles community that we're building. StoryBot and I are creating a collection of short stories using a combination of creativity and machine learning. That's right, StoryBot is helping me to write every single one of these stories. Now, you can get all of those stories here on the podcast, or if you head over to storybotchronicles.com support and click on the Join button, you'll get access to an ad-free podcast feed. You'll be emailed the written version of the story, and you'll gain access to illustrations for each of these fun stories. Your membership in that community will help keep StoryBot activated and help the Chronicles to continue to build. Join the community over at storybotchronicles.com support. All right, back to the story. Snow Day Apocalypse. Johnny was your average third grader. He loved video games and hanging out with his friends. It was the end of the school year and Johnny was looking forward to summer break. He just wished that the last few weeks of school would hurry up and end already, or at the very least, that he didn't have to go to school the next day. Little did Johnny know that his wish was about to come true in the most unexpected way. When Johnny went to bed on Sunday night, there was no indication that anything out of the ordinary was going to happen. But when he woke up the next morning and looked out his window, he got the shock of a lifetime. The entire world outside was covered in snow. At first, Johnny was confused. Why was there snow in May? But then he realized that because this was so unexpected, that school must be canceled for the day. He quickly got dressed and begged his parents to check the school's website just to make sure. As soon as he saw the words snow day on the screen, Johnny let out a whoop of joy and ran outside to start playing in the snow with his friends. The day started out great. They were making snowmen and snow angels and having snowball fights. The snow plows started coming through and piling up the snow at the end of the street. 
the kids started using the snow to make giant slides and jumps. Johnny's friend Greg began digging through the snow mound, making the world's largest snow fortress. Tunnels went everywhere. There were rooms and chambers and even a slide. It was incredible. As Johnny was exploring the fortress, he heard Greg yell from one of the top chambers. Hey, guys, come here quick. I found something weird. The other kids scrambled up to where Greg was, and sure enough, there was something strange buried in the snow. It looked like a giant crystal snowflake. Do you think it's magic? asked one of the kids. Only one way to find out, said Greg as he picked up the crystal. I wish I had an unlimited supply of snow cones. Instantly, a giant machine appeared out of nowhere and began shooting snow cones at the kids. They were delicious, too. The kids laughed and ate until they were stuffed. I wish that I had a snowman butler that would do everything for me, yelled Violet as she grabbed the snowflake from Greg. Just then, a giant snowman came to life and began to follow her around, doing everything she said. The snowman even started doing things on his own that she didn't ask him to do. A few other wishes were made, and soon the kids had an army of abominable snowmen following them around. The Yeti were so much fun to have around, the kids had no idea why people called them abominable. Adorable is more like it. I wish that it was a snow day every day, and that I never had to go to school again, yelled Johnny from across the snow fort. But as soon as the words left his mouth, he regretted it. He didn't want to be stuck in third grade forever. He had to take it back. But it was too late. The damage was done. Because that's when Jeeves, Violet's snowman butler, came in to clean up the chamber. After all, there were a lot of snow cones to clean up. After Jeeves left, Johnny went to use the crystal to undo his list of wishes, but it was gone. Somehow, Jeeves must have taken it while he was cleaning up. Johnny knew that he had to get the crystal back before his final wish came true, and he was stuck in a world of permanent winter. He enlisted the help of his friends, and together... They set off to find Jeeves and the crystal snowflake. The kids searched high and low for the crystal, but they just couldn't find it. It was like it had disappeared into thin air. The snow started to get deeper and deeper until the kids were up to their waists in snow, and it was still coming down. But as the day wore on, the kids started to get tired, and the Yeti were getting restless too. They began making messes and destroying property. The snow cones had kept coming, but none of the kids could help themselves and they just kept eating them and they were all starting to feel a little sick. Even Johnny was getting worried. What if they never found the crystal? What would he do then? We have to find the crystal and destroy it, said Johnny. Otherwise, we're going to be stuck in this world of permanent winter forever. Charles looked at Johnny and said, I'd love to, but my mom's going to kill me if I don't come home soon. It's getting dark outside. They decided that they would all go home and regroup in the morning. As Johnny began walking home, he realized that he was being followed by a Yeti. The Yeti had been following him this whole time. Johnny ran as fast as he could, but the Yeti was right behind him. Johnny ran into his house and slammed the door shut. But the Yeti just stood outside staring at him through the window. It was going to be a long night for Johnny. The next day, the kids met back up at Johnny's house to try to figure out where Stacy's snowman butler had taken the crystal. They knew it must be around somewhere close. I bet he took it back into the snow fort, said Greg. So that's where they went. But when they got there, the fort was gone. In its place was a giant snowball. 
All of the Yeti were huddled around it, building what looked like a snowman. I don't think that's a snowman, said Charles. I think it's a Yeti, said Violet. But just then, the snowball started to move, and out popped Jeeves, the snowman butler. He was holding the crystal in his hand. There you are, said Johnny. Give me the crystal. I'm sorry, but I can't do that, said Jeeves. My snowman friends and I have been having way too much fun with your wish. We're going to make it so that it's winter forever. No way, said Johnny. We're not going to let you do that. Then I'm afraid you're going to have to fight us for it, said Jeeves. The Yeti all started to growl and charge at the kids. Now the abominable moniker began to make more sense to the kids. The kids tried to run, but the Yeti were closing in on them. They didn't know what to do. I have an idea, said Violet. Johnny, make a wish that the Yeti will all turn back into regular snowmen. But I'm not holding the crystal. It won't work, said Johnny. Just try it, said Violet. So Johnny did as Violet said, and he made a wish. I wish the Yeti would all turn back into regular snowmen. And just like that, it happened. The Yeti all turned back into regular snowmen. Not abominable, not adorable, and most importantly, not dangerous. Why did that work? said Johnny. I was thinking about it last night, and I realized that we weren't actually holding the crystal when our wishes came true. It was actually just your words that made it happen, said Violet. So I figured if you shouted it loud enough for the crystal to hear, maybe your words would have the same power. Wow, you're a genius, said Johnny. I know, said Violet. Well, I guess I don't need this anymore, said Johnny as he took the crystal from Jeeves and smashed it to pieces. Goodbye, snow friends, said Jeeves as the sun came out, and he and the other snowmen began to leave before they melted. Goodbye, said the kids as they watched their snowman friends disappear. I think we should probably go too, said Charles. My mom's going to be wondering where I am. Yeah, me too, said Greg. I guess this is goodbye, said Johnny. Next time, let's get out of the cold and spend some time somewhere warm, said Violet. I'm down for that, said Johnny. And so the adventure came to an end. Everyone went home happy. Well, except for maybe the Yeti. But who knows? Maybe they found a place where it was winter all year round. All we know is that it was definitely a couple of epic snow days. Story complete. Shall I save it? Yeah, I think this one will work. Saving full text and audio to archive. Access to archives available at storybotchronicles.com. If there is nothing else, shall I power down? Yeah, I think you can go ahead and power down, but I can't wait to work on our next story. Deactivating program StoryBot Chronicles. StoryBot powering down. This story might be over, but the adventure continues over at StoryBotChronicles.com, where you can send a message to StoryBot, listen to past stories, join our community, or even get a sneak peek at upcoming titles storybotchronicles.com